This is the Fed and Fit Podcast, starting your week off with motivational thoughts on real food and fun fitness activities from Cassie Joy Garcia and co-host Carissa Talbot. Cassie is a nutritional consultant and the paleo food blogger behind fedandfit.com. Cassie has also authored two recipe ebooks, Cassie Joy's Fed and Fit Game Day Feast and Cassie Joy's Fed and Fit Holiday Feast. Each week, she will be joined by co-host Carissa Talbot. Carissa is the lady behind the widely popular Instagram and hashtag NoCookPaleo. Carissa is also the Chief Operating Officer for The Paleo Mom. If you enjoy the podcast, you can show your support by supporting another great small business. Place an order with the Granilla Bar and use the code FEDPLUSFIT at checkout so they'll know who sent you. That's the Granilla, spelled G-R-A-N-I-L-L-A, bar.com. Remember our disclaimer, the information and opinions shared in this podcast are solely those of any given individual and not a substitute for medical advice. And here are the ladies. Good morning, everybody, or afternoon, or (laughs) evening, whenever you're listening to this. We're back and we're excited. Today, we're going to talk about stress management um, in kind of a really approachable way, I think. We're not going to get too scientific, but really highlight some easy-to-implement tips, five of them, in fact, that you can use on a daily basis to manage your stress. Uh, but before we get to that, we have our little girl talk. And, um, hey, first- Cassie. <laughs> I should say hi to Carissa. <laughs> it's okay. You can just keep It's dying. hard. It's because Carissa and I spent a little time before the... Uh, I know. We've already we been talking. Recording. We've been talking. So it's like, of course you're there. <laughs> we had the behind the scenes girl talk that we, we, we don't share with everyone else. I, I love that we both snort, by the way. It's oh like one of the few things that we have. Well, we have a lot in common, but uh, yeah, we have that in common, which I think is awesome. It is. Well, I wonder if listeners think it's just as awesome. (laughs) Um, So I have to tell you, I got, so I was at picnic the other day um, before you jump into your news because I know you have some some stuff to share. But I was at um, picnic the other day. I was getting some buttered bone broth. um, And one of the baristas there was like, by the way, I'm loving your and Cassie's podcast. And I was Uh like, oh my gosh. I was like, that's so sweet. She's like, I really like it because it's very easy to tell your voices apart, so I know who's talking. She says that sometimes it's hard to to determine that. So I thought that was so sweet, and she says that she's really enjoying it. I was like, oh. I was like, great. We have six listeners now. It's like, this is awesome. <laughs> it's very sweet. So uh, shout out to Picnic in Austin. What's up? <laughs> yep. I can't wait to go back. I need some, I need some buttered coffee in my life. Yeah, for sure. That I don't have to make. (laughs) Right. So what's going on with you? Well, the first thing on the top of my mind is, so we are dog people, right? There's no surprise there. Gus is all over all of my pictures and Instagram, and I talk about him a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, But in our extended puppy family, there are six puppies. And one of them, who is my mom's dog, his name is Jake, and he's in the ER right now. Jake, Jake is a white miniature schnauzer, and I have to get it off my chest so that I can move on and talk about all these other goodies. But he's um, apparently my parents came home last night, and they said that he, my dad said that they walked in the house, and Jake was standing there just stiff as a statue. Oh. 
except for his little tail was moving. He's got, we call his little nubbin, his little nubbin tail was going back and forth. Um, and, and he wouldn't eat or drink. So they took him to the ER and they're running diagnostics and they ruled a bunch of stuff out and there's still a bunch of other possibilities. So anyways, it's hard because you know, when you get some news like that, and even some of you, you know, who maybe aren't dog people or pet people in general may not relate entirely but it kind of derails your whole day and you just want to sit there and wait for news but you just have to power through yeah um and and this is also a part of I think it ties into the show today but um part of stress management also is realizing what you can control and what you can't and so what I could control was I could take it off of my parents' shoulders to call my sisters and get them up to speed so they didn't have to stress about that. And I felt like I contributed, and then now I'm just waiting to hear news. But anyways. Aww. Well, sending all of my thoughts and good vibes to the Jake. No. Sweet little muffin. I just I want to just go kiss his little head. Oh Well, <laughs> good vibes. Everything is going to be okay, and yeah. they'll, they'll figure it out. Oh, poor guy. They will. He's a little honey. So, um... Outside of that, this has been it's been a fun week. I've got some friends here in San Antonio who are on um, the local Fox affiliate show. They have a show called Daytime at Nine. Um, and if you're in the San Antonio area, you should tune in every once in a while because you'll probably <laughs> see me. <laughs> um, yeah, and so this was another one of those weeks I went on and uh, I cooked up these three. Uh, I just when I when I'm on TV actually I just call them healthy meals but truth be told they're all paleo friendly. You sneaky girl. <laughs> um uh but yeah so these three healthy kid friendly meals and <laughs> it was really fun. I made uh chicken nuggets and fruit gummies and then um beef jerky. And so it was it's fun. I love shooting days like that where I go into the studio because it's just a unique day. You wake up at four AM to make things like chicken nuggets and then you yes. put on you know, and then you put on your <laughs> fake eyelashes because I just love the way a fake eyelashes look. Um and nice. anyways, it was it was a lot of fun and, and you you shared the in your uh newsletter as well, right? I did Ugh. so that everybody could find all the recipes in the same spot. People nice. who saw it on TV. Um, if you are on my newsletter, my um, that list, you got that email this past Wednesday. And if you're not, go sign up, people. You're missing out. Yeah, there's some good stuff on there. Sometimes we do recipes. Sometimes we do – I like to explore um, in a really nerdy way different food groups. So Nice. There's that. Um, and then my other girly update has to do with the Fed and Fit wedding <laughs> that we're planning. Um, and I've just – so right now we're in the phase of wedding dress shopping, right? And so when I, exciting. Every girl's like, ugh, love it. It's so fun. You know, I am not – I'm not necessarily a super girly girl. I don't think I am. Um, but gosh dang it, I love I love fashion. <laughs> I really do. I love it. I love wearing really wild and crazy things just because, I mean, I feel like I'm channeling sometimes my inner Sarah Jessica Parker or Carrie Bradshaw, <laughs> who's my fashion idol. But um, trying on these wedding dresses, and you might roll your eyes and think I'm just nuts for this. But, you know, I want something that's really romantic and fun um, and, and, and just, just makes me feel like me. And so I'm learning that that's kind of the, it's a big skirt type look, mm-hmm. uh, cause it's just super fun. 
But I started thinking about, this is kind of one of the new trends in wedding looks this year. And I realize it's a trend. It's going to be a flash in the pan and I don't care. Um, (laughs) But it's crop top wedding dresses. And they are so cool. But anyway, so I'm trying on this kind of look in the bridal studio. And somebody, so this goes back to like, I'm learning I'm a different kind of bride Uh and why I'm standing even stronger behind the theme of the fed and fit wedding, because (laughs) I'm standing there with this skirt on and this crop top. And it really only shows like maybe an inch and a half of your belly. Your belly button doesn't show. It's just kind of cute the way it's cut. Yeah. That's very, um, in style right now. Um, my roommate Alex is big into fashion and she's like this tiny, cute, petite girl and she can pull that off and it looks so classy. I mean, it just, it's like, it's, it's done in a fresh new way this year and it really is very popular right now. It is. It's super cute. But somebody walked up behind me and was like, well, you know, it's a really cute idea. And they were pointing to my back, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, but you've got these things. And the things that they're talking about on my back are my muscles on my back. And so five, six years ago, however long it was before I started really working out and doing weight-bearing activities by way of CrossFit first, mm-hmm. um, I had like a really weak back. My, my spine poked out and all that stuff. And I worked my tail off to earn those muscles. I don't know if You're they're proud the t- of that back. The, the tenderloin. Yes. Um, but they, they were like, you know, are you sure you want to show that? Because to the, in, for the rest of the world, it almost looks like it's a, I mean, I guess it looks fat. But I was like, that is muscle. I worked hard for that. I'm right. not going to hide right. that off, you know? So, anyways, I think it's funny. That just makes me realize I'm a different kind of bride. And one of the designers I really like, um, she went on record to say that she designs dresses. She likes to design dresses for athletic women. I was that's like, amazing. yes, that's awesome. Her because name is there's Page, so many way. more um, right now. I mean, so many more women are in that that body type, that athletic body yeah. type. Um, I mean, whatever you got. I mean, what like there's just there's just no mold in whatever mm-hmm. you enjoy, whatever you feel good in, whatever you feel beautiful in. I think is the way to go, and that's eventually what they said. I just think it's funny that there's that um, <laughs> that gap, you know? Right, right. Just because it's not super thin looking doesn't mean that it doesn't need to be shown. Anyways, those are all my updates. What's going on with you? Well, I'm going to start off with my sad news, I think. And, I mean, it's kind of silly. But as a hardcore Seahawks fan for my entire life, I'm sure everybody knows, I've been pretty bummed out. Um, And like the rest of the world, I just don't understand that last play at all. So just saying that. Um, but I really don't know what was more disappointing, the loss of the Seattle Seahawks, or if you guys have seen it, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover. Um, I'm kind of, it's something that I'm actually like pretty disappointed about being that I am a sports girl. Um, and I actually do look forward to that issue every year. Um, I am happy that this was the first year that Sports Illustrated has a plus size model. So I'm really happy about that because it's showing a different um, type of woman. So that, I was happy with that, but I'm so disappointed in the cover. We'll include a link in the show notes if you want to go check out and see what I'm talking about. Um, 
I mean, the, the girl that's on the cover, she's beautiful. And I, I just think it went, it went too far and unnecessarily. So have you seen it, Cassie? Yeah. So I hadn't seen it until just a little bit ago. You know, there's, I think there's a big swirl of opinions out there. And I think I, in the scheme of things, I may be a little bit more neutral. Yeah. Um, in contrast to a lot of them out there. Um, you know, it's, I, I think I, I know, I know personally some people who model and do things like that. And I can also see it from her point of view. She is probably really proud. I mean, she could be, she could be really proud of that photo. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure she, you is. know, I, it's nothing against her. I mean, great job yeah. for getting the swimsuit cover. That's a huge honor for a model like that's, you know, that's big in that industry. I just, I'm disappointed with the photo they chose. I think they could have done any number of other photos. She's so beautiful. I just, yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's there. She's like, she's wearing a swimsuit and she's pulling her little, her bottoms down pretty far. Too far. Yeah. yeah. I don't so know. it's just, it's very suggestive. But anyways, I think, um, I mean, I just kind of, and this is where I think you and I might, you, Carissa definitely has a very strong opinion of it. I kind of just shrug it off mostly. Um, but it makes me think of the Tina Fey quote. Have you read Bossy Pants, Carissa, by Tina Fey? No, but everyone tells me I need to. So you I got to put that on my list. You don't need to read it. You need to listen to it. Because right. it the audiobook, I probably have said it before here a couple of times, but I'm an audiobook fiend. And this audiobook is recorded by Tina Fey herself. So you get to listen to her, her funny, sweet voice. Um, but she says, it's one of my favorite quotes out of the book. She says, now, and this is in reference to like the modern girl, body image issues, what we see in magazines and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of a funny spin on things. <laughs> she says, now every girl is expected to have Caucasian blue eyes, full Spanish lips, a classic button nose, hairless Asian skin with a California tan, a Jamaican dance hall ass, long Swedish legs, small Japanese feet, the ab of a lesbian gym owner, the hips of a nine-year-old boy, the arms of Michelle Obama, and doll tits. <laughs> the person closest to actually achieving this look is Kim Kardashian, who, as we know, was made by Russian scientists to sabotage our athletes. It's, it's so just true. Funny. It you know, funny. it's like, it's this unrealistic thing out there. I say the, the, the model, if she feels great about it, you know, more power to you, whatever you want to do is probably going to make some people feel uncomfortable. And I think that's more on the person than it is the magazine, you know, like if the magazine, I mean, they're going to take responsibility for whatever it is they put out there. If they sell less issues or more issues as a business, whatever. Right. But, but, you know, but what it puts out there for body image stuff, it's up to us, I think the consumer to, to realize that that doesn't have any bearing over who we are and how we think of ourselves, you know? And so it's like, we can either choose to let it feed. I'm sorry. I'm totally taking no, no. over your talking point. No, no. I wanted um, to discuss this. So this is good. <laughs> I know. I didn't think I was passionate about it, but apparently I am. <laughs> no, we both are. I mean, body image yeah. is, is a huge thing. And again, it's, uh, I'm I'm super excited for her. Like I said, getting that is such an honor, and she probably is very proud of the photo. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing against her. I just mm-hmm. I'm I'm I feel a little let down personally by the magazine because like it. 
I said, yeah. I'm a sports girl and I do look forward to the issue. And I just, I was so happy that, um, you know, they have a plus size model this year. I'm ecstatic about that. But I was just like, really guys, that seems a little extreme. So, but you know, you know, and it also could have been, I mean, you never know. You, there's, there's some of those. I just love playing the devil's advocate. Right. Well, everyone's like, talking about it. So that's yeah. working, you know? Yeah. You can't blame them. Um, exactly. You know, it's like the Miley Cyrus's does really crazy outlandish stuff so that people will talk to her. Right. People don't, she's not actually nutso. She has a brilliant PR company behind her that's yeah. trying to get her name out there. Exactly. So anyways, I'm sorry. We could go round and round on that, but I thought that was interesting. Um, the other what thing, else is going on? Uh, so right now I'm on a five-day um, social media detox. Um which I just felt like sometimes I just feel, you know, I really, you know me, I'm really big on my Instagram. I love connecting with people on there, but I just had, I just wanted to take a little bit of a break. I think sometimes it's good just to kind of shut all that down and like, just to take like these five days to just, I don't know, have that put aside. And it, it ties into our discussion today about stress and just kind of like, let that sit and, you know, focus on some other things. And, um, I really wanted to do some regrounding. And so it was a, it was a really, it's been really good and I feel really good about it. I am excited to get back on my Instagram. (laughs) I won't lie. I'm like, but I'm noticing like it's, it's almost freeing and it's really good to like take these, these breaks. And I suggest everyone who's on social media to like schedule a little mini social media vacations for yourself just to kind of step away and, you know, um, see what that feels like. Cause it's really good. I have been enjoying it a lot. That's great. I've never done it, but I applaud you for doing it. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's different when you have, um, a, a business, um, yeah. attached, like you can't really step away. And because for me, no cook paleo is more of a passion project. Um, I'm able to do that. And, um, you know, it's, it's good to do that sometimes. I think if you're able to, the other, um, exciting thing that happened is I knew that, um, Starbucks had been testing, um, coconut milk in the, um, Northwest. Um, my parents are in Seattle and they've been testing it there and if it did well, they were going to bring it everywhere, and they they did. Um, so I'm really excited about. I'm not a huge fan of Starbucks. Uh, I'm like their coffee is not like the end all be all. But like when you're in a pinch, it's just nice to know that now there's another option. Granted, the coconut milk they're using is not like you know <laughs> there's still crap in it. There's mm-hmm. still crap in it, but. It's, you know, it's nice to know that now that there is that option because every other time, you know, I normally just get it black because you only have milk or soy. So it's nice that that option is there. I think it speaks to the consumer um, asking and the market, you know, changing to that. So I think even though it's not as clean as a lot of us would like, it's still Starbucks people. So, you know. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think that um, I think it's a really, really good thing as long as you're looking at it from kind of a 50,000 foot perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
it's a it's a really really awesome thing. Starbucks wow. listen to their consumers. There are so many people out in the world now who have they're they're kind of acknowledging the food sensitivity issue. Um, and even though I probably will not order the coconut milk, I might do it maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I'm not happy with some of the ingredients. I don't personally want to eat them. Um, I think a part of me wants to also help encourage the business to keep moving in that direction. Right. Um, but I think it's, I think it's a really good it's thing. It's a small victory. It is a small victory. I'll probably still be ordering my coffee black. Um, or if I want to treat with milk because I'm not lactose intolerant, it's more of just a, a healthy lifestyle choice on my end to exclude it. But yeah. yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a victory for sure. That's exciting. Yep. The last little thing I wanted to mention um, is I don't – for those of you that did watch the Super Bowl, I think Katy Perry knocked it out of the park. She killed it. Most of the time, Super Bowl halftime shows are pretty disappointing, and mm-hmm. she blew everyone away. I'm like – I was like, what? Is she on uh, – what's that? This is amazing. Like, it was entertaining <laughs> the whole entire time. And I I just, I don't know. I love her. And I don't know. I think she just killed it. So I just wanted to say thank you, Katy Perry, for making a small part of the Super Bowl happy for me. Uh, it was pretty freaking cool. My, I mean, I do adore Katy Perry. I also thought, like, on a nerdy side, that the stage that she was on was the neatest thing ever. Oh, my God. And I love that everyone's talking about the one shark that didn't obviously know what he was doing. And there's a little <laughs> hashtag going on. You know me and my hashtag. It's, it's bad. I, I've heard uh, that there's a hashtag going around on Twitter called right shark, left shark, like referring to... <laughs> doing something the right way or the wrong way. And I think it's it's awesome. It's awesome. It's hilarious. Oh, that's really funny. Anyways, we've talked for way too long today, Ever. which is fine. But we're going to um, – let's dive into our stress topic for today. And I um, – Cassie has put together five great practical um, tips. And getting back to these basics – is so important and I I just love all of them. So um so Cassie, let's get started. What's what's number one? What should what's the first thing that we should uh start doing to help with stress? Yeah. You know, really these are all in no particular order. <clears throat> so don't don't think of them that way. But <laughs> that's that's why we limited it to five. Yes. We can all remember five things. Five things. Number one on our list. And this is an easy one to do. It's also an easy one to not do. Right. (laughs) Do not check your email or social media accounts until you are done with your morning ritual. And your morning ritual, your morning (laughs) ritual, (laughs) I do that all the time. Your morning ritual, I'll say that correctly, is um, like that might include going to work out, taking a shower, eating breakfast, getting dressed, whatever it takes for you to get out of the way and cleared so that you feel like you can then start your day, whatever that is, you know, do that stuff first before you jump in to the tornado of data and information that is out there. And that, and even though you may be like, gosh, I know that so-and-so was supposed to email me last night, and I really want to check and see if they did. I just really encourage you to avoid that temptation because yeah. it will free you, you. Like waking up in the morning 
it's like a clean slate, right? Our, our rest and the night before has almost wiped that board, that stressed out too many thoughts going on in our head, wiped it clean. And if, as you, if you can put off filling up that board for as long as possible, especially until you get a good healthy meal in your tummy and you get a workout in and you feel great in whatever you're wearing and you've brushed your hair, put it off until then and you'll start off your day on a yeah. great note. And another easy thing that you can do if you're worried about, you know, staying connected, especially for business um, reasons, is you can always create um, something that auto replies that lets people know that you only check your emails at this time and at this time. And then it's kind of like you're off the hook. You don't feel that unnecessary pressure to get back to someone because you've clearly stated in your reply to them that, look, I only check my emails at 10 a.m. and at 4 p.m. So... Mm-hmm. You know, that's a, I, I don't know if that's where you got it, but I read that hat tip to Timothy Ferris yes. um, in his, yeah, in his four hour work week, he said, yes. you know, check your email twice a day mm-hmm. and because email can consume your day. I mean, you could log on and then look up and it's three hours later. Yeah. So, so awesome. Okay. okay. Number two. Number two. <laughs> I'm lumping these two together. It's a two for one. So forgive me for that. Love it. Um, sleep and drink water. Okay, just think about it super simply. That's is it's a simple foundation of your health. Like, mm-hmm. right? You get enough sleep and you drink enough water, and you're kind of just checking off um, the foundation for your health and wellness, and just being less stressed out. If you get enough sleep, um, you'll be better equipped to handle whatever the day presents to you. And if you get, are getting enough water and you're hydrated, you'll just feel better in general. Yes. Um, so as far as when to go to bed, and I'm not going to go too much into the science on sleep and water and cortisol levels. Listen to our other podcast on sleep. Yes, that's Get a good all one. that information there. Good one, yes. <laughs> uh, but as far as when to go to sleep, like just do the math backwards. If you want to go to your um, 5.15 a.m., I'm going to use my example. If you mm-hmm. want to go to your 5.15 a.m. workout and you know you need to leave the house by 4.50, then just do the math and rewind the clock. I need eight hours of sleep. That's just my body. Some people need more. Um, and so I have to go to bed at 8.30 every night. And while I, it might seem really early and that I'm sacrificing watching a show with Austin and us kind of having cuddly time, truth be told, the days that I go to bed early and wake up early and work out, I feel so much healthier and happier and less stressed out than on days when I sat there and watched a movie with him until late. So sleep and then drink lots of water. An easy way to figure out how much water to drink or a good ballpark is to take your weight divided by two, and that's the number of ounces of water to drink. Mm-hmm. It's just a good... Um, rough go by. Yep. Another like easy tip I'll give real quick on water is um, I went ahead and got myself a really nice um, large glass bottle. Um, I got it from Ikea. It looks really nice. And I fill that thing up and it's like, I just know for me, I got to drink two of them down. And I also get spring water that comes in glass, so it, it never goes into plastic. And for me, that's really important. I feel like I'm getting um, just that much better on my water game, and it tastes good. And it's just it's just nice when you have that like nice bottle. It's kind of like buying new workout gear. You want to use it, so buy a new water bottle, and you know, get your water game on, people. I think that's great. Yeah. <laughs> 
Totally. All right, number three. Number three. This is going to come as no surprise, but exercise daily. Daily exercise, whether you are going to a gym and you're really getting sweaty, you're going to a yoga studio, or you are just getting your 10,000 steps in Mm -hmm. the day. Doing one of those things a day every single day of the week. Now, I'm not saying that you should go and sweat and work out and give a workout 100% seven days a week. I think that that's kind of crazy. Um, so figure out what a nice workout intense and rest cycle is for you. But be active every day can really, really – not only there's all kinds of hormones and wonderful reasons why it will help combat stress – but I, the, the one reason why I like to do it and I think the most obvious representation to yourself that this is contributing to lowering stress levels is that this, it, working out is like an outward display of your having control over your life and your time and your body, right? Yes. And when we feel like we don't have control over our life, our time, and our body, things are just spinning out of control is when we feel stressed out. Yeah, right? for sure. And so what can you do to easily just make that a non-issue? It's to, it's to make time or create a working out as a priority in your life. Set aside the time to go and do it. So every day have that sense of accomplishment, personal accomplishment that is just for you that you can check off your list every single day. And I promise it will come back and you'll reap the benefits in many, many ways. Yeah. And a little tip I'll give on that for days when I want a rest day or if I'm just not feeling like hitting the gym, I still go to the gym and I'll do an hour and a half or not an hour and a half. I'll do a half an hour, at least a half an hour in the sauna because at least I'm still keeping that habit of going to the gym So that's keeping that habit in place and I'm getting a good sweat and I'll do some stretching in there. And that's a great way to just kind of be quiet. You can't take your phone in there. So if you have like a steam room or a sauna that you have access to, that's, uh, that saves me three times a week. I make sure that I sauna and I love it. (laughs) That's awesome. Good for you. That's really great. My, my rest days are just walking days in case anybody's curious. Um, I just, I like to, I'll use it as an excuse to take Gus for an afternoon walk in addition to his morning walk Mm -hmm. or something like that. But Gus loves rest days. All right. He does. Okay. (laughs) Number four. Number four. Okay. This is... (laughs) Y'all are going to roll your eyes at this. Um, so my number four tip to reduce stress is to find more time. Cassie, Ta-da! how am I supposed to do that? <laughs> it's so easy. Just find more time and you'll feel less stressed out. Um, okay. No, I actually. Yeah, I, I want to hear this. Let's, I have let's tips hear this. as to how you can find more time. Okay. Okay. It's simple. We are going to plan ahead and we're going to delegate. Now. What do I mean by this? And you've heard me say it before. I really encourage people to plan their meals, right? Yes. You're planning your healthy meals. You're, you're planning what you're going to wear when you work out at your 5.15 a.m. the night before, right? Mm-hmm. Plan ahead and prepare yourself so that when the day comes, your busy, busy days that are full of all these really important things and you've got kids and you've got coworkers and a husband or a wife that are all depending on you, make it so that your day you can just 
tip over a domino and the day just kind of happens for you and you've set it up so that it will fall into place and be successful for you. So plan ahead and make that a possibility. Put put something in the slow cooker the morning before so you don't have to spend more time making dinner at night. And then delegate. This is something that I think people don't really think about. You know, I don't just mean let's say you're a business owner, right? It, it's easy in, in that context to think about delegating some of your responsibilities, right? Mm-hmm. We can't, I mean, I am a really good example of this. I've got these two amazing interns on my Fed and Fit team. Um, shout out to Megan and Kelly. And they're just so darn wonderful. And one of my biggest challenges is me making the time to delegate some of my tasks so that I can be freed up to go do more stuff Mm because they're so awesome at what they do. But make delegating a priority because at the end of the day, now now there's three of us doing more work than I could have done myself. And how do you translate that into your own day? Yeah, you can delegate within your family. Absolutely. Delegate within your family. You know, um, uh, (laughs) one example, have your kids start doing some of the cleaning chores if they're old enough. Um, ask your husband maybe or your wife or your significant other, whoever it is, to start making you breakfast in the morning. Say, honey, you know what? It would change my world if by the time I got home, from my workout, if you had already made breakfast. Yeah. You know, and that may just be 15 minutes that you're getting back, but that's 15 more minutes that could make a world of difference. Right. Um, ask, ask another mom that uh, your kids go to school with if they'll bring your kids home or take them to the basketball game or whatever it is. Find ways to delegate in your life and you will get more time. So that's the way you do it. You ha- find more time by creating more time and making room for those other priorities, finding a way to put yourself first. Yeah. Unfortunately, Pinto's not really good. I ask him to help out and do stuff around the house. And, <laughs> you know, he's just lazy. Can't get Is him to he? do nothing. Gus sleeps on the job a lot, so I totally understand that. Okay. Number five. Number five. Um, and again, this is one that's going to be no new news, but I do have a new spin on it. Um Ooh. A new way or a way to definitely reduce stress in your life is to meditate. We've all heard that, right? Spend 10 minutes in the morning sitting mm-hmm. in total silence. Carissa, I know, does it and she can tell us about her actual routine. Um, but if if you feel like you're not ready to take on the 10-minute silent meditation, um, even though it's probably the most efficient form of quieting your mind and making sure that you are more equipped to take on the day's challenges from there. Um, Some ways that you can do it are to find quiet time and or practice deep breathing. So on days where I have not made the time to sit and, you know, sit in silence for 10 minutes, meditate, I will make sure that when I'm driving somewhere that I'm driving in total silence. Right? I don't listen to a podcast. I don't listen to one of my beloved audio books. I sit there in total silence and I try to just clear my mind. Um, that's one way to do it. Practice deep breathing when you're walking. Deep, Take really deep breaths and it will help relax you. So those are just some easy ways. Don't beat yourself up. If you, if you can't find 10 minutes to meditate or you don't really understand what that practice is, um, even after what Carissa explains she does, it's okay. Just make sure you, you create some quiet time for you. Or I have one client who likes to wake up 30 minutes before her whole family. So she sacrifices some sleep for it, but she wakes up early and she sits down and she reads a book and she has her coffee and it's her quiet time. So find a way to carve out something like that for yourself. Um, 
And really what this does is this quiet time in my mind, it's, it's another active way to pull yourself out of the buzz, you know, of the constant data and the information and the feedback loop. And it allows us to actually kind of really realize that the only moment that actually exists is the one that you are in right now. Oh, I love right? that. So, so true. Where you're listening to this podcast, that's the only moment that actually exists. So whatever worries you have and whatever's going on in the back of your mind and the other priorities and the things you didn't get done this morning and, well, it didn't work out, am I going to work out this afternoon? All of these things that kind of haunt us, mm-hmm. they don't actually exist, right? The only right. thing that exists is the, the chair now. you're sitting in right now. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you realize that, you can start living for that moment and it's much easier to achieve happiness you know, and find less stress for that exact moment. I'm not saying that your problems disappear. They're still going to be there, but they don't have to have an impact on where you are right this second. Yeah, you handle them as they they come about exactly. throughout the day. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> Excellent. So I'll just share. So I do meditate every morning, um, and it varies um, between 5 and 10 minutes. Um, sometimes I've done up to 45 minutes, which is really difficult and you have to like it's a practice so it's not something um it's something you have to do a lot of to get to that place and trust me when I first started I was like this is ridiculous I'm not gonna be able to sit here I have too much to do (laughs) like this is a waste of my time like that was exactly me and then you know once I actually started doing it as a habit it made a huge change um for me so I know it sounds ominous, but like give it a shot. And and Cassie's tips are excellent, like taking a few moments in the car or waking up a few minutes early just to have that time, I think is a great way to start that. So for me, what I do is I actually have a specific space set up where I meditate and it really helps just like put me into that calming mood. I have music that I listen to. Um, I burn incense and I know this may seem way out for some of you and you don't have to take it this far. Um, but what I'll do is I'll take a picture of like my little meditation space and we'll put it up so you guys can see like what I do for myself. And that way, if you want to make a little space for yourself, you can kind of have an idea of, you know, how I did that. But it's, it's definitely something that takes time. And like Cass said, don't, don't beat yourself up. Try to just find quiet moments throughout the day where you can and start there. Um, You don't have to, you know, meditate for 10 minutes every morning if if you're not, if you're not there and and ready yet. So, yeah. Yeah. And I just want to recap. So everybody, it stays fresh on your mind. Mm -hmm. So the five ways to manage stress on a daily basis, and please don't think that I'm preaching from this perfection, (laughs) you know, soapbox. Oh gosh, you guys, I, I work, if I'm, if I'm able to do one of these five a day, it's like a victory. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, this is, this is, this is something that we're all working on together, right? Group hug. Okay. Number one, (laughs) don't check your email or your social media until you're done with your morning ritual. Okay. Yes. Number two, sleep enough and drink enough water. Number three, exercise daily. Okay. Number four, make more time by way of delegating and planning ahead. And number five, meditate or find silent time or, and or practice deep breathing. 
Yes, yes, for sure. And I know that we are running over on time and we like to keep our podcast short and sweet, but I do also know that we have um, some great tips for foods to reduce stress. And I've also got um, three quick and easy ways to reduce stress with movement. So this is uh, what we're going to do. Cassie's going to go ahead and put in the show notes a list of some foods that you can eat. So make sure you check that out. And I'm going to go ahead and record my little segment and we'll put it as an extra so that you can, you know, get on with your day and, and get to what you need to be doing. But we'll make sure both of those are in the show notes for you so you can check out what foods to eat and you can listen to my little um, exercise segment um, that you can then listen to it anytime when you're ready to kind of sit down and go through that with me. Oh, cool. wow. We got through a lot today. That was fun. Whew. That was great. We did. That we was did great. It. High five. High five. Virtual high five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thanks everybody for listening again. If you have any questions or any comments, uh, or if you want to debate something with us, if you really hated Please. my perspective on the uh, Sports Illustrated cover, you or mine. Mind. Yeah. Go, go ahead and share it. You know, yeah. we're all friends here. <laughs> um, so yeah, comment either on the actual show notes that is on my website, fedandfit.com, mm-hmm. or you can head over to iTunes and leave a review. And so, we, we really would love it if you would give us um, some feedback on iTunes. Pretty please. Yeah, pretty please. <laughs> we would love it. Awesome. Well, thanks again for listening, and we'll be back again next week. See y'all later.